0: Your daily podcast on the Philadelphia 76ers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On 76ers. I'm your host, Keith Pompey. It's Monday, June the 12th. The draft is June the 22nd. Man, the Sixers have so many different options. So many. It's crazy. But listen, today I have some advice for y'all. Some really good advice. So stop what you're doing. Turn this, the volume up on this podcast or whatever on your radio or whatever or your, your computer. I'm actually, put your ear a little closer. Here's the advice: don't read blobs for the next 10 days. Do not read blogs. Here's my reason. There's so much misinformation about to come out. If it already had, has. And here, here, here's the reason. You see, during the draft, particularly the ten days leading up to the draft, teams want to get a feel for what other teams are doing, and they don't want to tell you what they're doing. So what they do is they put out misinformation, making sure that people um, think of certain things or think of certain scenarios, and then they turn around and do the do the exact opposite. So don't listen to what the Boston Celtics' Danny Ames uh, is, is going to say. Don't listen to Magic Johnson. Don't listen to Brian Colangelo. Don't listen to the Phoenix Suns. Don't listen to Sacramento. Don't listen to any of these teams who are in, like, the top 8 to 10 in regards to the uh, the draft to have lottery picks. Because, basically, you know, they just want to get things out there to see what's going to happen. A prime example. You know, Danny Ames may say, hey, we're thinking about, you know, trading a pig, trading down. Man, I doubt that. I mean, I whew, with this guy, he's the only kind of, like, and I'm not calling him a can't-miss because it's hard to call a prospect a can't-miss when he hasn't yet, has yet to play a game. However, he does everything well um, that they like. He does everything that most of these other teams need. Of course, they're going to try to trade up. But, you know, I do not see the Boston Celtics getting rid of this guy. Let's face it, the Boston Celtics want to win a championship he can help them get closer to that. He can be that good. You know, you compare him with the with the squad they have now and he can be that good. Another thing, the Los Angeles Lakers. You know, they're they're putting stuff out there. They're trying to see if, you know, who wants to make a trade with them possibly to see what type of, you know, they can get back in return. But we don't know what they're going to do. You know, one minute they say they really like Lonzo Ball, next minute you hear rumors coming out of there that his workout wasn't really that good, and and they probably weren't as impressed with him as you would think they would be. But, you know, the thing is, you know, you can't believe anything. The Sixers, you know, we're in Philadelphia, we're going to hear a lot of things coming out about the Sixers. You know, two weeks ago, it was, oh, Josh Jackson is the man. Last week, it was... Oh, De'Aaron Fox is the truth. The Sixers better draft the point guard out of Kentucky. Never mind that they're going to make Ben Simmons the point guard. But, hey, the Sixers need to draft him. They are going to draft him. They think that he's the great, greatest thing since sliced bread. That's what we've been reading. That's what we've been hearing, right? Now, all of a sudden, it's like, hey, you know, people are saying that it's, it's, it's Jason Tatum. The small forward out of out of Duke. Now, Jason brings a lot, and people have told me that. You know, but the thing is, is it's one of these things where you don't know what's going on right about now because you don't know who's being honest and who's who's telling the truth. Again, it is our job as a reporter to figure it out and find out. But you have to like right now this week. You gotta. You got to really do your due diligence. You got to, like, grind. You got to get it just to decipher what what is the truth. And to be quite honest with you, there isn't any truth right, in now, right now. Or the truth is that the Sixers really don't have an idea. They don't. The reason they don't have an idea is because this is a deep draft, an extremely deep draft. And the Lakers are, are going to, Pick ahead of them. Now, the one thing we do know is that Boston, the Boston Celtics will ninety nine point nine 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 percent draft uh, um, Markel folks, right? After that, it's up to what the Lakers do. The Lakers could go after Lonzo Ball, the point guard out of um, you know, UCLA, or they can decide to go after Fox. Or they can go after Josh Jackson, the small forward from Kansas. So with that being said, it's hard for us to say what the Sixers are going to do just because one of the guys who they really have high on their board could go to the Lakers. And then the Sixers are going to have to do something else. So when anyone says, hey, sources have told me this is what the Sixers are going to do, the Sixers don't even know what they're going to do yet. Now they may have an idea, but there's so many different scenarios with that. Me, personally, if, if everything goes according to quote-unquote plan, if Markel folks goes number one, if Lonzo Ball goes number two, I think Josh Jackson should be the, the, the great fit, it is, It's the logical fit. And here's why. You know, he is not a, as good a shooter as, as Tatum, Jason Tatum, you know, from Duke. However, I think that's something that he could work on with the 76ers. I do. I really do. I really think that he can get in the lab, at, so to speak, and, and maybe not like this season, but in a couple of seasons, he can develop to become the type of player that they want. Right now, he, he has the athleticism. Um, he's a, a, a solid defender. And he's tough as nails. I mean, extremely tough as nails. I mean, he's probably the toughest guy in the draft. You know, and something that we need to uh, that I really like about him is when he went to Kansas. Yes, he was the number one recruit in the country when he went. When he ended up going there, but he took a backseat. He he knew that they had a couple seniors on that team. They had upperclassmen, other guys there, and it was their team. And what he did is he took a backseat, and as the season progressed, he, he, he came out of his shell, so to speak, or he started doing more and more and more and more and more. Now, if he would have been this selfish ball hog or if he would have done been more about I and less about team, you know what, maybe we would be talking about him as you know the number one guy. You know, it. He would have been in a case to showcase himself, but no, he played team ball. So that tells me that this is a guy who can play with Ben Simmons, who can play with um, Joel Embiid, and fit in well and do all the little things initially until they need uh, need him to do it. He can be like the third option, so to speak. But then next all well, you know what? We need you to 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 make a big play. We need you, and we need you to show some energy. We need you to run rim to rim, do all this. He's going to do all that. So I really like him. Now, some of you may say that, hey, what are you talking about, Pompey? They need a point guard. They need a point guard. You you, you can't believe this this stuff about Ben Simmons being a point guard, can you? They have to be crazy. This guy is 6'10", he can't guard point guards. Hey, look, the Sixers are serious about this. I mean, this is something that Brett Brown really wants to do. And it could change. However, I do believe if you if you if he's gonna be the point guard, then you have to get valuable pieces around him. Now again, I do think that, you know, if they wanted to bring a point guard in do it in free agency. I've already written that. Already talked about that. You go after a guy like Kyle Lowry. Now I don't know if Kyle's going to come now because of the fact that Ben is going to have the ball and everyone knows that. But you know, I also think that you know, if you bring in another young guy and he wants to be have the ball in his hands, then you're going to have a little conflict. Now T.J. McConnell is a, is is pretty good. You know, he's better than what most people give him credit for. He's going to be a backup point guard. The uh, Jared Bayless, you know, let's not forget that, you know, he was going to supposedly be the point guard at the start of last season until he got hurt, until he got injured. So, you know, Bayless is a combo guard, you know. We have yet to see what really he can do because he was hurt. So that's going to be another addition. So if you bring in another point guard, then all of a sudden you have four point guards on the roster, but you're still missing a wing player. You still need another wing player because we don't know if Gerald Henderson is coming back. So that's why I'm saying, you know what, I could understand if the Sixers bypass a point guard for um Josh Jackson or a Jason Tatum type you know um you know who knows they may even go after Malik Monk I don't really see it right now I really think that it could be Jackson or Tatum but um you know again I'm not in Brian Colangelo's mind right now you know I can try to get a sense of what he's trying to do and that's what I'm trying to do but again right now this is the week or this is the first of two weeks or a week and a half of misinformation. So like I said, do yourself a favor and stop listening to the listening to people talk about the draft. and stop reading these blog posts that you know that some of these guys are just getting fed misinformation. Thank you and have a nice day. Hey. You are locked on 76ers. Your daily Philadelphia 76ers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.